Good morning, church. I've already preached a long sermon this morning. Should we just share the grace and go home? Huh? Should we pity those who came? <laughs> uh, should we pity those who came for second half? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And and listen, everyone. Um, I have said this many times, and I want to repeat the same thing. For you to do better, or do different, or do higher, or do do something that you have never done before. You have to be that in first. Did we say that? The challenge of man is like sometimes you are on the ground. Everything inside of you is in the ground. But you are trying to climb up to a high mountain. We now know that spiritually, the best way to do it is that first, in your spirit, you see yourself on top of the mountain. And if you see yourself on top of the mountain, your body will follow. It doesn't matter. Look, it doesn't matter who becomes the president of this country. If you place yourself in your spirit on top of the mountain, your physical self is here. Your finances is still at the same level. Things are still, right? But if in the eyes of your spirit, you can see yourself on top of the mountain, let me tell you what will happen. Heaven and earth and every other thing in between will work together to move you up to that place. See, that's how God has designed the world. That's how God... This thing I'm sharing with you is, if you want to call it secret, it's the secret of all secrets. That's why, for example, the Bible will tell you that Christ was slain before. Right? He was slain beforehand. That means, as far as God was concerned, it was a completed matter. Every other thing worked, the disciples, the ones who betrayed him, everything has to work all throughout, all throughout here and there to make sure that he gets to where he was supposed to go. That's how, the, that, see, that's how, let me tell you the truth. Eh? This thing I'm telling you, even illiterates, unlettered people can operate this. I said, so you don't have to be sophisticated. You don't have to know the Greek. We can leave the Greek and the Hebrew to us. We'll try to explain. <laughs> but you don't need Greek and Hebrew to get there. This thing is very simple. So how does that work? So when you come to church, what we do in church, by the grace of God, every spirit-filled church is to help you reposition your spirit. Help you reposition what is inside of you. Because once that is repositioned, you see that, I kid you not, Everything, everything we work, everything we work together. Let me tell you this story. I've told this story many times, but it will help buttress this point. I've told you this story before how, when I was a little boy, the oldest man in my village, the oldest man, looks at me and he says, When he dies, that I will be the one to bury him. I was in elementary school. He doesn't understand the Greek, the Aramic, and all this. But he has moved himself to a point. He wasn't begging. He wasn't like it will happen. He said, no, 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 no. He said, he said two things. He said, when he dies, you 
will bury me. I wasn't his son. Say you will bury me. And you see that land there? Say, I have reserved it for you. That's where you build your house. An old man. And when he said that, my mom, you know how protective moms can be? My mom will get a little angry. Say, why do you want to put such a burden on this little boy's head? And the man will laugh. and say, this one is different. Say, this one will go to places and he will come. Say, don't worry. Say, you ask my mother, did I tell you to do it? And he kept repeating that thing over and over again. And as a, a child, somehow I've always loved to help. So I accepted it. Even though I, was, I wasn't old enough to repeat it in my mouth. But in my heart, I accepted it. You know what that means? That means me and him had come to an agreement. My heart accepted it. And so, I kept growing. Primary school. Finished primary school. Left. Left this country. I was now in the U.S. And in 2003, if I can remember, I decided to come back home. But, on a Monday, this man came to my house. He wasn't sick. He came to my house. And he told my mother to send me a message. To come. And my mom says, they laughed him off. You know, they just laughed him off. They said, ah. He, you don't even know where this man is. You think he's in a bad you just ask him to come. And he will come. He said to them, tell him. If you tell him that it's me that is sending the message. No matter where he is, he will come. Have you seen certainty? Certainty. He was neither Catholic, Pentecostal, Pentecostal, or whatever. What I want to show you is the unity of the spirit. And so he came on Monday. He said that on a Monday. My mom said, just to dismiss him. Say, okay, don't worry. We'll let him, we'll tell him to come. They thought it was a joke. He came on Monday. Wednesday, he came back again. Say, have you told him? This time around, they saw that he was serious. Don't forget, he wasn't sick. Just was serious. Ah, ah, what's going on here? Now he was a little bit more angry. Say, tell him I said he should come. If you tell him, if he hears that it's me, he will come. And uh, by the way, the man had a son. After, I didn't know that when he was telling me that, he went to his son. I said to his son, I know you don't have but don't worry. There is somebody that will do it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, some Wednesday, Thursday morning, the man fell sick and he died. You know what happened? I arrived home two hours after he died from the U.S. Did you know all that time he was coming to send for me, I was already in Lagos from the U.S.? When I got back home, people were just standing around. I knew somebody had died. So what happened? They didn't want to tell me. I asked, what happened? They mentioned that he has died. I didn't even drop my bag. I went to his house. When the son saw me, he thought he had seen a ghost. Because his father has told him, don't worry, this man will uh, come. I'm telling you real life story. And you know what? You know, that place he pointed and said, 
I have reserved this place for you. That's where you build the house. That's why I built my house today. The same place. Men, he's an illiterate. Doesn't know all this stuff. But the spirit of God does not need grammar. The spirit in us that God has put in us has made us to, this is clear. And this is why Jesus says, he said, when you pray for something, believe that you already have it. That means if you are trying to climb on a mountain, you must first believe that you are on top of that mountain. It's not to stay and say, God, ah, Papa, if you can just get me up the mountain. That's unbelief. To move God is to first move the God in you, the spirit of God in you, up the mountain. And I tell you, so think about that. Remember, I didn't know what was going on. All the time I was planning to take time from off, take time off from work. You know, I can't just wake up and go. I had to make plans. Every plan I was making was to bring to the fulfillment of this agreement. The time I went to ask for time off from work, save money, to buy ticket, book my ticket, choose the date. Everything came together to this place. When I'm trying to share with you this morning, there is more of God than what we've been told. And for you and I to walk in the fullness of it, we must be elevated to a different level. That's why I said to you, for you to do, if, is there anybody here who doesn't want to do better? Everyone wants to do better. We wake up every morning trying to be better mothers, better fathers, have more money. But what I'm telling you, there's man's way. Man's way is struggle. This man never had to struggle. He only spoke the end from the beginning. And every other thing, what I'm telling you is in the space of many years. And it came to pass as he had prophesied. So, look, the reason I told you that story if I told you that the man lives somewhere, you think, no, no, he's an illiterate man moved from within him. It's an illiterate man. It's the same thing. For you to do different, you have to be different. Being different is not a matter of changing your activity. Guys, come. We understand these things. I can teach you how to be entrepreneur. I can take the same template that Bigate used to become a billionaire and give you that template and pour anointing oil in it. If it is not in you, it will never happen. Pour anointing oil. Big, if I call it Bigate anointing oil. Billionaire anointing oil. Drink it. <laughs> you only drink it and raise your blood pressure. Right? No. And but you forget. Listen to me carefully. You know what we forget? We forget that the man you are trying to emulate did not read Bigate anointing before he became Bigate. No, there was something in him that made him to see differently from what other people saw. This morning, I walked in here as I walked in here now with so much excitement. Why? Because I was monitoring the kids. And their teacher was asking them, who are you? Because of what we're teaching here. All of them started raising their of the small one. I'm a son of God. This one said, I am, George said, I'm the Christ of God. I said, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's my boy. Because if you don't see yourself like that, you can never manifest that. We went to church and they taught us how we are poor and lonely sinners. And that's how we became poor and lonely sinners. Is it lonely or lowly? I don't know which one is it. All of them are low. 
Wretched sinners. That we have angered God. That God is angry at us. You woke up and they gave birth to you in a place. And they called you poor. Why? Because your parents is not living in upstairs house. Up and down. They call you poor. And once they call you poor, you accepted that you are poor. And now you are struggling to come out of poverty. But what you are trying to struggle out of is in you. Because that's the picture of you there. Remember carefully when Adam said to God, we heard you coming. Say we are afraid, we want to hide. What did God ask him? Who told you that you are naked? Their actions, remember before then, there was a fellowship, constant fellowship between them and the father. But somebody told them something else. Based on what they were told, they start to realize, you know, react based on how they now see themselves. They now see themselves as they are not good enough, they are not pure enough, they are not perfect enough, we are naked. That's what all those things mean. Vulnerable, they are, they are not perfect. So, when they had God coming, they ran away. God said, who told you? Same thing, friends. When we are born, we are told many things about us. We are given, they classified you based on local government. Based on whether your father has a car or not. And God has been proving them wrong. Look up here. Did you notice that most people, most, the greater number of those who are billionaires today, none of them were born to billionaire parents. Have you noticed that? Very good. The ones who are born as billionaire children. You know what they do? They will come and say, I want to be a dancer. Why is that? There's no motivation. I want to be a dancer. See, see, see. That God is proving all their theory wrong. That when you reposition a man inside your spirit, let him get clarity. So, sir, when you come to church, what you are supposed to receive is to hear the spirit of God Remove those things they have told you. Those lies. Who told you that you are a sinner? Who told you that? I never called you that. That's what God says. So when, we, when you come here, we tell you, oh God, listen to me carefully. I made a post this morning where I was trying to explain. The highest level of awakening, the highest level of rema, revelation, whatever you want to call it, is when a man's eye opens, that man sees that he is not a Jew. He is not a Gentile. He is not black. He is not white. He is not Christian. He is not Muslim. He is not Hindu. He is not poor. He is not wretched. Before he became any of these things, he was already something in God. That's why Jesus says, for, uh, he said to Nicodemus, look, for you to understand what I'm saying, you have to first go back to your origin. Did you notice today? I can look at this past in my and say, I love you. And truly, truly, I mean it. But what he's hearing is heartbreak. How many of you know that? Because most of the people who say to him, I love you, ended up breaking their heart. So, the way you read things is not the way they are. And until these things are corrected. So, when you come to church, sir, we keep telling you, look, that's why I said, this is the second teaching I'm doing this morning. 
That's why we try to get you to that. When you wake up, you realize that. Oh, oh if you ask me, I was asking those this morning. If you ask me, where do you come from? I'll tell you I come from Abia State. Isn't that true? And I was asking them this morning, did you know that once I said that, I have created some limitations. You know that, right? And then you forget that Abia State was created in 1990. Is it 1991 or what? Yeah, I think 91, right? It never existed before. Now, what man has created is not what defines me. Did you know that this is so strong that if I come to you, you ask me, where are you from? I said, I'm from Abia State. That's the way you think about me. And that's not who I am. So when I hear the children say, I am son of God, I say, that's good. Because that is who we are. Somebody say, Amen. Before they burn you, where they burn you? Okay, okay, I'm talking Abia State. It looks like existing. This entity you called Nigeria, when was it created? 1960. That's when it was created. It never existed before. What we are saying, sir, is that for you to experience the fullness of this, born again, is that a man goes back to his origin to discover his identity. Suddenly, that man says, eh eh. What I'm preaching is that before you became a witch doctor, you were something before. Witch doctor is environmental conditioning. And if you realize who you are, sir, this is what it means whether a man is spiritually dead or alive. This is what it means being buried and being raised to life. All of us were buried into culture. We are born into culture. We are born into tradition. What I'm telling you is that you must you must see yourself above any of that. I'm careful to what identity I give myself these days. Don't forget, God brought everything he created, the animals, and gave to Adam. Whatever he called them became their name. Listen, listen, friends. Listen. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm praying that it will make sense. It will make sense why Jesus said to Nicodemus what he said to him. Because Nicodemus is a man who had been conditioned by culture, by religion, by tradition. Right? And Jesus said to him, Sir, before you even understand what I'm saying, you have to go back to your origin. Because without being at your origin, you cannot understand what I'm saying. For example, for example, look up here. I'll say this. It might sound controversial, but that's fine. That's fine. How many of you know that no matter what your religion is, no matter what your religion is, how many of you agree that we all came from God? Is that true? So that means that we are already offsprings of God. The difference is whether I know it and somebody else does not know it. And so now, when I realize that, the only difference, and, and listen to me, that's why the Bible, the whole thing is divided between believers and uh, unbelievers. And I was explaining to you this morning, believing, believing and unbelievers. What, a, what is a man supposed to believe? If a man does not believe that he is the son of God, that man remains the son of Adam. If the man does not believe, what raises that man? Because all of us now, we have been conditioned by environment, by circumstances. Right? I was asking somebody this morning, sir, what is your name? 
Favor. Favor. Where are you from? See, hold on. Where you say favor, where do you think this man comes from? When you say favor, where are you from? Abia State. Favor from Abia State. If you were born in Castina, what will your name be? Ismaila. <laughs> so before, but before they call you favor or Ismaila, you were somebody already. Born again, Jesus is saying, eh, eh, go back to where you came from. Your original copy. Now, your life rules is running above. Sir, this is, what, this is how you can go over generational problems Situational problems. That's how you can go over it. And this is why this is the truth that Jesus says, I am the way, the what, the truth, and the what? Life. Why is that? Because Jesus is the image of us, sons of God. The way to go back to God is that a man wakes up and realizes that before I was called whatever I was, I'm called, that one is environmental packaging. That one is description by people who lack light. My true copy and true identity is that I am a son of God. Because God, not my papa. See, sir, that is the climax of the whole thing. And then suddenly, your spirit is elevated. Your thoughts and imaginations is now going over religion. And the divisions that has been added to us. The limitations that life has placed in front of us. Now you are living above them. Now you see human beings the way God sees them. Now you begin to understand that the difference between you and I is whether I have seen the light or whether you have not seen the light. And what is that light? Everyone, everyone, everybody God is the father of all humanity. Somebody say it very loud. Amen. amen. Is that true? Yes, is that true? Yes, you know this thing will offend some people. What I'm saying will offend some people, right? Yes. Why? Because we want to claim God. Hmm? And let me tell you, I will repeat. All the highest atrocities that has been committed on earth was committed when people see themselves different from others. Or when people start to see that they are, they have, they are superior. We are more special than others. That is what has created the evil of everything that you have seen. They talk about many things in Nigeria. They talk about crime in Nigeria. Sometimes I say, go and check what is going on in America some places. That a, a, a man will go and trick a teenage girl and put her in his house and turn her to a prostitute. If he realizes that I am in you, you are in me, a lot will change. Somebody say very loud, Amen. Are you hearing me this morning? Sir, the question I want to ask you, what callest thou? What do you call yourself? I'm not saying what you are saying in your mouth, but I'm saying in your, when you look at the picture of you, what do you see? Are you a poor person struggling to survive? If that is what you see, that's how life will be. It will always be from struggling to struggling to struggling to struggling. If your heart is full of fear, you will interpret everything from the point of view. Listen, listen, listen. 
You know the thing about me, right? Is that I work with people across all levels every day. And you get to see this across people. So when people are talking, it doesn't matter what their PhD says. When people are talking, I'm reading their heart. And you can see that the argument they are making, you can present law, fact, to somebody. He's trying to change it. No, he's not changing it because it's not fact. He's trying to reduce everything to what is in his mind. His mind. If I believe that people who wear white shirt, I know, let me not pick you again today. <laughs> My friend, what's your name? Chinedu. I know. Ah, I prophesy. I know where you come from. No, it's your name. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so if I believe that people who are called Chinedu are terrible people. Right? That's what I believe. Perhaps we used to have a houseboy who was Chinedu. He treated me badly when my parents were not around. Right? <laughs> Did you know that when this man introduced... Listen, I'm telling you how you... I'm telling you how you are driven. When this man introduces himself to Chinedu, maybe I'm grown now. We see Chinedu. But I remember another Chinedu. I may not try to remember. But listen to me. I, I, this excuse I'm using might be very light. But that's how we read things. So, what we're saying is that for you to have more wealth and resources than you have now, Oga, man's way is struggling. Let me look for one new business to do. Let me, what is running now? Is it Bitcoin? Is it Ethereum? Or is it Accra? Which one is running now? And he's struggling. That's not God's way. That's man's way. And don't get me wrong. You can struggle and make something. That's fine. Because God has blessed the earth already. But what I'm saying is that, don't forget, we are sons of uh, God. And we walk like our father. So when we tell people to develop capacity, church is a place you come. We tell you the truth. It doesn't matter. You may have made mistakes this week. Yes, we know. But it does not change the fact. Okay, look up here. Which one came first? Was it that you were the son of God or the mistake? That came first. This one cannot rewrite what God had written. That you're hungry this morning does not rewrite what God has eh? written. Because you can be hungry now and tomorrow you are filled with uh, food. But a son of God is a son of God eternally. Somebody say amen. amen. What has separated us is whether you know it or I don't know it. And so my message to the world is to announce to every man, Jew, Gentile, Christian, Muslim, before you became any of that. By the way, we know his truth. We know his truth. Where you started is dependent on where they born you. No be so. Is it not true? If some of you were born in Yobe, I've been saying Kastina, Kastina, let me use another state. You, okay, let's leave Nigeria. If some of you were born in Egypt, Afghanistan, hmm? you think you'll be sitting here this morning? But, did you choose to be born there? Did you choose? You didn't choose. So, the message of the gospel is simple. It's to tell all men, before you were born into that place, you had an origin. 
and God is your origin. Don't let these things define you. Let your origin define you. It's as simple. So that's why we teach people, you are the son of God. Listen to me. People arguing, uh, is Jesus the son of God? Is he really the son of God? They don't understand that it's an image to show us who we really are. It's an image. And when a man believes that I am the son of God, who does that man become? Christ. The man becomes Christ. Because Christ is the son of God. When a man becomes, and that's, that's when you are waking up. You are now up. You are no longer just Adam. You are believed, Because Adam is dead. Christ is alive. When a man believes into Christ, believing that you are the son of God, you are believed into Christ and you are believed into life. Now you were off before, but now you have come back into the family of your father. That's why Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father except by me. He didn't say no one comes to the father until the man says, oh, Jesus, I believe your name now. No. What Jesus is saying is this. A man can only come back to the father when he becomes a son. When that man becomes a son, he's back to the father. If this young man here comes to me and say, pastor, you know what? You are now my father. What does that make him? My son. Whether Nami Bonham or not. So now we are back to our father. See, religion separates us away from God. Religion separates us away. And look up here. The more he separates us away from God, the more it also separates us from each other. If I come up and say to you, think, just think about it. Just think about it. Like I was saying last Sunday, a firebrand, imagine you, we look at one of our brother here, uh, uh, James the Apostle, we look at James the Apostle, say, ah, brother James is a very fervent fire on fire for God. And then brother James comes and said, uh, pastor, I see somebody I will marry. She's a Catholic, she's in Catholic. Does that make us feel somehow immediately? Yes. Eh? Yes. No, let's be honest now. Yes. Catholic, oh. Not uh, which doctor, uh, people? Catholic. Now there's a problem. Now there's a problem. You see how we limit ourselves? Now there's a problem. Okay, and then where is he from? Isn't that the question we ask? We are trying to... <laughs> We are not looking at the person, right? We are trying to define the person. Where is he from? They say she's from Brilin Kebi. Now you start to think, how do people like that behave? <laughs> the person is in front of you. You start to think, hey, where and you know, you know, you know you are you, you are born again, no, but you are making these same calculations. That's why when the unbeliever is limited, we too, we are limited. Because the way they see things is the way we see things. I told you now, for you to be different, for you to do different, you have to first be different. And the way to be different is to redefine who you are. That's it, friends. See, that, this idea that there's God that is somewhere, you know, he has not blessed us because we didn't come to church by 9 a.m. Uh, we didn't do this one because you have not prayed uh, in 12 midnight. Uh, you have not done it. See, all those things is man trying to find his way to survive. 
the reality is that what God wants us to know because a man's identity defines that man. A man's identity creates a room for that man. A man's identity pulls things to that man and tears away from him. And so I don't call myself anything. Oh, I wish I was like these children when they teach me that time. When, when we went to uh, Bible, uh, what do they call it? Um, Sunday school. They told us to memorize um, someone on the mount. And I hated going to church. Because if you miss it, that auntie will flog you like you don't know no business. <laughs> the man, I remember that auntie. <laughs> I still remember that auntie. <laughs> she will flog you. So we went to church. Think about it. Think about it. Monday to Saturday, Monday to Friday, you are going to school, trying to avoid Cain. Now Sunday too. <laughs> uh, no we don't we don't come to church to teach children to memorize the sermon on the mount we explain it to them but we tell them whatever a man reads in the bible that does not bring that man to the conclusion of the truth of who, who we are the man is still on a journey the truth is that we are who sons of god that's who we are friends and don't look up here. That's why the Bible now says that the whole earth is waiting for the manifestation of who? Sons of God. Sons of God are those who sound like I'm sounding now. Because my message is a message of reconciliation. I speak words that hits the heart of the Muslim, the Hindu, the Christian, whatever they are. That all men should come back to what? Our father. That's why Paul says he has given us the ministry of what? Reconciliation reconciliation. But you see, this is what man doesn't... Pastor Man had made a post where he says something, we are Christ and stuff like that. One man went and commented, no, you are not Christ, you are like Christ. <laughs> you are not Christ, you are like Christ. So if I'm like him now, that means tomorrow I can be like something else. Isn't that true? Yeah, you can be like something else. They don't want to accept their identity. They would rather believe what their village people told them. Right? They would rather believe that than to believe. Sir, let me tell you, when you start to grow in this knowledge, right? Some of the things you think that's a problem now, you realize that there were never problems. Some of the fears that have caged your life will run away. You don't need to fight. You don't need to struggle. Because suddenly, there's a light from inside your heart. Rightly, now you know who you are. If you lift up your hands or your heart, whatever, there's a connection that does not break. And then, that's why I've been telling you, friends, I don't know what you're looking forward to. The only thing that is going to redeem this earth is the, is the unveiling of the sons of God. Where the Bible says manifestation of the sons of God, the accurate translation is the revelation of the sons of God. When people start to realize that they are the sons of God. When they start to realize that they are the sons of God. That's what the word is waiting for. And the trumpet that you are waiting to sound is this message that you are hearing now. That's what you are hearing. The Bible says when that trumpet sounds, everyone will hear it. Man Zion Fims told us 
his physical trumpet. One trumpet will sound, and eight billion people instantly will hear it. Some people, some will be wondering whether Boko Haram has started attack somewhere. Why? Because they read things literally, not understanding the meaning. When the Bible says an angel, what do you think about? You think about an angel with big wings. But don't forget, the same word angel is angelos, which also means a messenger. For example, if you doubt what I'm telling you, look at Revelation, where he says to the angel of this church, right? You think he was talking about angel Gabriel? No, he was addressing the pastors, the messengers in those churches. Say to them, he said, and so, guys, look at your neighbor and say, wake up. Look at them and say, wake up. Come on, touch somebody, touch them and say, say, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, brother. This is what he said. We are the image of the sons of God. And when a man believes that that man is awoken up from death, he's now alive. That's why Jesus says, I came to give them what? Life. Say, look at it. He said, if you believe in me, if you believe in me, what does it mean to believe in you? Is what I'm telling you. Believe that as I am son of God, so you are. Son of God. Don't forget what the Bible explains. It says we are in union with him. So what do you call yourself? What do you call yourself? Go back home. Listen to me. Let me give you guys an assignment. And we'll end up here. Go back home. Sit down and ask yourself these questions. What have you defined? What is it that has defined you, friends? What have you called yourself? What have you accepted as your identity? Sir, take paper and pen and write. Everything you have accepted has been what environment has given to you. For us to move further than this, we have to now believe what our who our father says uh, we are. Adam was made to be son of God. He was lied to. He became man. And man equals death. Christ equals life. For a man to receive eternal life, that man believes that he is the son of God. I love to say that. I am the son of God. I love to say that over and over. I am the son of God. Omo, now even, even the, uh, if, you, if you understand what I'm saying, here, saying to you, even saying it sends a different signal to your body. <laughs> that when they told you told you you see you, you don't have a job because mm, yeah, this one was cursed this one was cursed this one. what they are trying to tell you is that you are cursed that's what they are trying to tell you that you are cursed now you now carry that message and go back home God forbid you enter KK they didn't give you change now he has confirmed confirm he has confirmed and guess what happens? Listen to me. You eat this poisoned lie and hold it. And then you are not trying to come out of it. No. I am a son of God. Nothing can curse me. How can I be? For you to do that. Look up here. For you to do that. You know who you're supposed to curse? Who are you supposed to curse? Huh? now. It's not me. Because see, my identity, is, uh, my identity comes from him. So if you want to curse me, go and curse him first. I dare you wait for you. 
Come on, guys. Listen. You got to come to a place. This is important. Whether it is just for you or for your children or the people around you, this is very important because the definition of identity defines our life. It defines our life. Sisters, let me end on this. If I ask some of you now, if I call some of you, our sisters, I'm talking to our sisters now. If I should call you in the office and start to explain to you that, you know, you know, being a second or a third wife, it's not really a problem, you know. Some of you, what will you do? Tell me, sisters. <laughs> huh? Say, what did Pastor smoke this morning? Isn't it true? Huh? Say, you know, no, it's, it's okay, so it doesn't really matter. You know, after all, life is love. Share by share, we share. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So God forbid. Somebody will go and say, is pastor okay? You know? You know? But did you know that there are people who have been conditioned to accept that already? They have been conditioned. That's what I'm telling you. See now, understand the difference. Are they human beings? Yes. Do they have the same head you have? Yes. But the environment has conditioned them to make it perfect. In fact, they're expecting it. Yeah. Number four, number five. They are arguing. One man married 86 wives. Did you see the news? Did you see the news? No. You saw it? Who saw the news? The man married 86 wives. Even Islam people say this one is un-Islamic. <laughs> 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 they went to arrest the man and charge him to court. They said this one is honest. Even Islam people say this one. Mm -mm. The prophet didn't talk like this. <laughs> you know? Hey guys, look, I'm trying to tell you who you are is how you've been defined. For you to be something else, you have to redefine yourself. And what are we defining? Everybody shout, I am the son of God. Come on, let's stand and say, I am the son of God. Louder, I am the son of God. One more time, I am the son of God. Alright, let's give God thanks for that. He has made us sons. We didn't make ourselves. Let's just lift up our hands and thank him for that. Say, Father, thank you. You have made us sons. We are your sons. I am son of God. That is my identity. That is who I was before I was born. So I am back to my origin. I am back to where I began. I am the son of God. Father, God is my father. I am his son. Come on, let's begin to pray all over this place. That's what you state. That's what you confess. May your eyes see this. May your heart understand it. May your mind open to it. It doesn't matter what you have called yourself. We are called to be conformed into the image of the Father. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Listen to this carefully. Remember before now, God has prepared you and I for this message. How many of you can see that? I came here and I was telling you that the glory is here. I told you that the kingdom is here. The kingdom is populated by sons of God. And so what you are listening here is God moving you and I to the full image of what he always wanted us to be. That's what is going on. And for as many as opens their heart to receive, it is your manifestation. Somebody say a loud amen. Let me hear you say it is my manifestation. 